Welcome. It is game week. <laughs> My stomach is so messed, messed up already. Up, Anyways, welcome. To Utah <laughs> welcome. Folk. I know. But it's like anybody else. I just, I'm not going to sleep this entire week. Is that your phone? Ambient is my phone. I turned it down. <sighs> Apologize. Welcome to the Utah Football Fans Podcast. And it is game week. It is finally, finally, finally here. <sighs> Only three more days. Wait all year for this. Hey, man, I'm ready. I want to get to Let's it. I'm kind of sick of everything. I know. I just want it. I just want football. <laughs> Let's I just, just play, play some ball. Anyways, thank you. Huge thank you to our sponsor, Thomas Orthodontics. Please look him up at thomasortho.com. Follow him on social media if you're wanting to see his, like the before and after pictures of the work that he does because it's awesome. Give him some love. And thank you to all of you who... For your super thanks, your super chats, we really appreciate those. And it allows us to do stuff like the tailgate and do some more fun, interactive things with you. And speaking of the tailgate, Thursday from 3 to 5, come stop by Utah Football Fans Tailgate. We've got drinks from Sugar House Distillery, which we went and stopped by their facility yeah, today. It was nice, man. How is it? Oh, it's nice. Oh, we talked to the owner. He's Did so nice. Did you sample nice. a few or he gave us a... Uh... We did not. A few cases that you don't want to drink too or you're going to miss the game. (laughs) Yeah, he did give us that tip that one is plenty, so one is fine. Um, And then we've got Gaetano's subs, and I don't have a sub here to show, but you'll want to stop by and see that. And then we have these Nothing Bunt Cakes. This is what I'm looking forward to. So they're in Foothill, located in Foothill Village, which is five minutes from the university. We're going to have a bunch of these... Small little ones. They're called buntinis. Oh, that's so cute. I want you guys to taste them. I was eating a few yeah. of these today. Look at, man, oh man. You are don't want to miss this. <laughs> they are delicious. They high protein? Yes. Okay, and good. then Where's the napkin? I know. Just lick your fingers. Whatever. It's fine. But what's really cool, Nothing Bunt Cakes, is they are actually going to be selling concessions in Rice Eccles. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. it'll be like these size. This kind Dang, of that is mine, by the way. This is coming home. My wife's going to want this. So I know. I'm going to go ahead and just. That's good. About section 20 mine. is what they said up on the concourse. Awesome. So make sure, I mean, you know, that like 8 p.m. halftime when Dang. The, you, that sugar craving hits, you're going to want to go grab one of these. And they're delicious. Oh, my God. They're oh so good. Oh, my God. so good. <laughs> There's like eight. Of, I'm eating all these. I know. And Brendan, I'll have a Red Bull and then one of these. <laughs> So plenty of sugar for me, baby. Oh, jeez. No, please don't. (laughs) So, yeah, make sure you stop by. We are on Guardsman (laughs) Way, on the grass. Yeah, give the instructions again. Directly across from, so between the football facility and the Eccles Tennis Center is a crosswalk. Mm -hmm. You walk across that crosswalk, up the stairs, we are right there. On the grass, right on the walkway. You have frosting all over your face. There's so I'm not even... I'm not exaggerating. I know they're giving us stuff at the tailgate. No, they're delicious. These are incredible. I had some of the carrot cake one today. I'm not a carrot cake guy. Oh, they were so good, though. Who wants a vegetable inside of their no, pastry? No, it was so good. No. <laughs> Back to the tailgate, though. Yeah, we're going to have giveaways. So guardsmen, across from the facility, up the stairs, we are right there. There'll be signs, signs banners, flags. whatever, beverages, food. Come on by. While supplies last, I'm going to... Throw that in there. You yeah, know? I mean, from three to five. So get there at three because three to five limited. giveaways from Williams Wood Design. We've got oh. those cool signs. We showed them last time. We're just gonna have a good time and come celebrate with us that football is back, and it's a big one. <laughs> and let's talk weather. Okay. Hey, Jordan Brown. Thank shout you, out. Jordan. We will yell very loud for you. I promise. If we have you. a voice by Thursday, I usually yell little... so much I get like lightheaded. Oh yeah, I've almost fainted it's... <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> I know I've seen it. Uh, yeah. Gosh, those were so. But I looked at the weather. Mate, I'm sure you have too. Oh yeah. What is it now? High for the day ninety. The night is supposed to be. Oh, it'll be perfect. I mean, it's perfect as long as we don't get any change in a shower or something or a lightning. Lightning delay. Yeah, delay. Don't oh, need that. That happened to me on Saturday night at a Hopefully game. not. Yeah. As it looks right now, perfect night. It's going to be great. Zero humidity. 
<laughs> but plenty of altitude. Yep. <laughs> gonna be f- zero be humidity, great, plenty of altitude. That's a great tagline. We should zero humidity, plenty of plenty altitude. Plenty of altitude. Yeah, we've got enough taglines. That's true. Yep. All right. All right. Well, let's do this thing. Let's talk. Let's talk, you fans. Let's talk Thursday. Why don't we just start with the? Um, well, let's start with the depth chart and kind of work through that with Utah. We've all. We've read it. I'm sure most everybody has read the depth chart or heard about it. And, of course, number one <laughs> is QB. Number one, Cam. Number two, Barnes. Any thoughts on, on that? I mean, I'm surprised. I, I'm a little surprised Barnes is two. I'm not surprised they put Cam one. I, they wouldn't. Cam's the guy. Whether he goes or not, we don't know, but. I'm a little surprised Barnes is is two, honestly. I don't think it's set though. Oh, it's not. They could put. I mean, Whittingham put, said that today. It's not. It means they, nothing. He still don't know. I think some of this depth chart is just such a mind game. Like, do I you? Yes, I do. QB especially because no Cam. Mind games. Of course, you're gonna put Cam okay. one, but but don't you think? I don't know. I just think. It's the Whittingham way. It is the Whittingham way. I don't way. know. He's always I mean, done this. I, I like, though, I did write it down. He says, someone asked, first thing out of the box, they asked Witt uh, about it, obviously. And no elaboration on the depth chart is what yeah. he said. Yeah, exactly. It's like, we're putting it out there, and then it's... But then later on, he said that we don't know right now who the starting QB is. So if you listen to the whole thing, he, you know, things come out. And so that's my question to you and anybody else. Do you think he's playing games or is he he's honest about it? Does he know right now? Do you think do you think you he knows right now? I'll just throw that out. Do, do people think he knows who he's starting? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Yeah, I do. It, it's 3 days before the game. Yeah. He knows who is starting quarterback. John is. W agrees with you. He knows. I think of course he John knows. he's a, he's an Oilers fan. John knows. <laughs> oh yeah, he is. All right, Brandon, good point that that last year we thought it was going to be camp. But this is totally different than the Washington State game of last year. This is totally different. This is, we've had all of fall camp. They've seen the progression. Whether Cam is the guy or not, I don't know. I just think Whittingham knows. I think maybe it's, they haven't, like, officially said it to the team or officially even said it to the guy. But I think Whittingham and Ludwig and the coaching staff they know within three days. You think one dude is all of a sudden gonna completely put himself they above know. the other? I don't. And yeah. I think the team would know too. I think that I think that the team yeah, would maybe. know. If I'm, there is know, no man. there's no benefit for Winningham coming out and saying that Bryson Barnes is the starter. There's no benefit. So play the mind games. Do what you do <laughs> with. You've always done it. So do that, and then the team knows. The team knows. I don't know, man. I don't one. One moment, I think he's playing games. The next moment, I think he's just an honest guy. He's just saying the way it is. We don't know yet. You <laughs> Three. Oh, bunt cake. Oh, no. Three days before, you don't believe he actually knows? <laughs> Truth Look, I find it interesting, him. though, because in the past, <laughs> when there's been some, I think I, I'm correct in, in this, <laughs> thinking is that there were times he would put a player or somebody else because there's injuries or something going on. So I would have thought in this situation that he would have said Camerizing or, or Barnes or, or Nate Johnson. Johnson, something like that. But by the fact they put him as number one. It's just a firm number one. There's no or there. Yeah, you're right. Put, but they didn't put or. Did I they think put it was on one anything? position group. No, they no, put no, or. Not one. No, well, I'll do the Gary. <laughs> they didn't use it for one, even one of these. And see, that's unusual. And I, I'll give you mine. I think Cam Rising's playing. You do? Yeah, I think so too. You what do you do? think, everybody? Do. Cam's playing. Did, I, you, I, did you hear Cam today? He's coming out, man. I don't. I think that we're going to be sitting there. We'll see him warming up, and then first possession, we hear bad news and rising, and that place explodes. Has everyone? And I faint has everyone enjoy. seen? How the blue moon is coming out. <laughs> yeah, Bryn's over here being a astrologist. Well, putting... I saw that on Instagram, and so I had to repost it. It's like this super moon 
Ken, Between hold on, Wednesday and Thursday night. Ken Musk, he ain't playing. Ken, that's wishful thinking, buddy, and you know it. <laughs> you out there, Gator fans, you're all hoping. Not playing. I'm, he's playing. I don't know. Cam I, with the wink. Cam with the wink, baby. He's playing. I kind of don't think so. Okay. As, uh, there we go. But the that's blue, the blue moon is we coming out, him, so it would just it'd be so perfect. Okay, but if he doesn't play, I want Nate Johnson. I want the upside. Okay, so we, again, so Barnes, see that, Barnes and Johnson are neck and neck. In fact, he did say that Nate Johnson is going to play in this game no at some what. point. No matter no what matter he's playing. What. Regardless, he's going to be in the game. There's going to be some packages for Nate Johnson, which is exciting. Um, yeah, I'm going to say I was a little, when they when the when the chart came out, I was a little disappointed that Nate Johnson wasn't number two. I was, yet. I was too. I just think it's because of the experience of Barnes that he could jump in and because he's been in some huge games. I think there's an advantage to that. But I, yeah, I anticipate the excitement that Johnson could bring. It's a new thing, his mobility, all that kind of stuff. So, my prediction. Okay, here we go. Uh oh. I mean, I, don't know, I obviously I could be totally wrong, but I don't think Cam plays. I think Barnes starts, and then it's a switch off between Barnes and Johnson the whole game. I hate that. No, I, I, I hate it, too. I think you can do that because one's a pocket dude and one guy's... That's the point, is they are two the blocking completely systems different... systems are different. And, and I, Yeah, I understand Quarterback that, but... is such a rhythm position. I think that it needs to be 80-20. If it's, if it's Barnes, you play Barnes and you give... John W. agrees with me. John W. John, you're wrong, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> and Bryn's wrong and John's wrong. Jo- <laughs> <laughs> You're great when you agree with me, John. Um, it's 80-20. You, if Barnes is the guy, you bring in Nate on on packages. 50-50 never works. I'm it never works. It's the no, old I don't saying, like it. You got two quarterbacks. means you got no quarterback. So I think Cam's playing. I'm Again, wishful thinking. I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh but here's the worry. I'm gonna. Here's the worry. I'm not sure if we're aware, you fans, is that Wit said that there's many guys who are questionable for this game. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Including Keithy, by the way, that just came up. Keithy is still questionable. Yeah, Keithy's questionable as is Cam. So, <sighs> and then later on in the, so he said, and tell me if this is how you what you picked up. So he said we have many questionable yet for this game, uh, which would include Cam and would include Keithy. But he uh, he actually said we have a high, half a dozen guys mm-hmm. that are questionable for this game. And then at one point he he was talking about the D line, and he thinks that we're we're going to have to go too deep into the D line. So that seems to me to be where the injuries are, and that worries me because Florida's running game and how big they are and skill and all that stuff is going to be a problem. Yeah. It worries me that the ones aren't fully there anyway. Totally agree. The benefit of that, though, is Florida's offensive line is extremely new. I think I saw they only have, like, one guy coming back. I'm sure all of you Florida fans will correct me if I'm wrong in that. But so matching up, I, I agree with you. That was very concerning to hear Whittingham say that today is yeah. that there's – Half a dozen guys that are questionable. What about... I do believe him in that. I don't think he's playing a mind game when he says that. <laughs> uh, Florida Florida people. Is there... I forgot his name now. The starting center. He's been hurt. He was uh, day-to-day there about day-to-day. a Day-to-day. Is he going to play or not? Because I heard... I mean, let's be real. That that will be a factor if he doesn't go. So what are we hearing? Is he, he going to be ready to play Ken or says not? no. I'm assuming he's referring to the the, the center. I here's the thing, and, and there, this has come up a couple of times from Florida fans. They said they don't know. Brendan doesn't know. Some are just saying he's not playing. Here's I the don't thing. Know. I we talk about Florida. We talk about it's a rebuilt offensive line, new quarterback who did not have great stats. Don't come at me. I mean, look at him yourself. But <laughs> to this idea that we're disrespect that the three of us are disrespecting Florida, not giving Florida any respect. That's just stupid because. We have said on multiple occasions, Florida's nothing but four- and five-star guys. I have nothing but respect for them. I am sick of Utah not getting the respect that they deserve. They can go 
head-to-head with this team and absolutely win this game. I think that there's strengths of Florida, their running game, and you're exactly right. If we can't stop their running game, we're in for a long night. So that D-line, that concerns me. Hopefully we can tackle better than last year. That was that was big. Um, but yeah, this idea that we don't respect Florida, the exact opposite. We have absolutely nothing but respect for Florida. Um, I just think Utah has the talent, has the coaching to beat them. That's all. Um, we'll pick up on some of the things you just said there. But on the on the depth chart at left tackle, we have a freshman starting. Spencer Fano. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, was kind of baby. Six five three hundred. Big, big surprise. That's a big surprise. Congrats to him. Fano uh, brothers, dude. But if you look at our O line, man, the depth on that line is and the experience. We have seven. See, this is this thing. We have seventeen starters returning this year. That's crazy. So come on, that out of the twenty-two, that's well seventeen yeah. starters. I'm not sure if that's okay. If guys have beat him out, in other words, like Fano's going to start uh, at left tackle, uh, but he's been apparently been uh, killing it in uh, fall ball and in spring yeah. and so forth. So that that's kind of cool. Um, let's see, I was going to look at the uh, who's the so Yasmin. So we have the two tight ends. We have Yasmin. Keithy. Uh, and then Keithy, of course, he is still questionable. He's, I don't, he's not going to play. The running back room, we have Jaquindon one, Bernard two. But honestly, Glover has been heard great things with Glover and then Curry. So our, yeah. And the room's full of experience. I think that's All our, our, strong, our strongest room on the whole team, I think, is the running back room. I do want to bring that up, running back room. And Florida fans, you may not realize what we were dealing with last year with our running back game. Oh, we had gosh. Tavion Thomas, and he's the one who played yep. when we played in the swamp. And he had an awesome year the year before. We had really high expectations for him. And last year, he had all sorts of personal issues going on that very much affected him on the field. And it also affected the entire running back room. It was kind of a negative, toxic kind of situation. And so I don't feel like he played great against Florida last year. I don't either. And it very much affected the rest of our running backs. So I am hopeful. And Jaquindon Jackson, who is our number one guy, he didn't step in as running back until... Like midway. Like the third or fourth game. So he's going to be a new player for you all to watch because he didn't play as running. He was a third-string quarterback. Yeah, and he's a heck of an athlete. And he is, and he's bulked up. He's had a whole year now to learn the position, practice the position. So that is something to keep in mind, to watch out for, is that our running back situation looks very different than it did last year when we played Florida. Also on the depth chart, on our uh, defensive ends, left and right ends, Mm -hmm. um, left end, we have Connor O'Toole, who's projected to have a fantastic year. And his his number two is Logan Fano, who's six four two forty freshman. The brother, two solid. So that's the one side. The other side is Fillinger and Jonah Ellis. Our defensive ends are solid. So when it comes to pass rush, uh, we should be excited about that. Utah's always had a tremendous defensive line. That's always been a strength. And I, I would agree. I think our DNs are, are going to create All of those guys. so much havoc. And then, yeah, the, the guys up in the middle as well. And O'Toole, who you mentioned, um, starting off the year last year, you never heard of the guy. By the end of the year, he was sacking freaking Caleb Williams in the Patchwork Championship game on more than one occasion. So <laughs> he went like this. So... I'm with you yeah, completely. And so you, they can rotate in, and they're all solid. So I'm excited about that. That's going to matter um, against the pass. Right. In which, this game and Florida going has, forward. They have the receivers, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah. But I see people talking about, you know, our wide receivers, which is true. We have Money Parks and then Emory Simmons. That's kind of 
one set, Vele, McLean, and then you have Micah Pittman and Mikey Matthews. Um, actually, some I depth. like I, I like what some depth there. What I'm seeing and hearing. Of course, we're not, we don't know. We're going to wait and see uh, once the lights are on and everyone's out on the field. But um, oh yeah, and brought up Glover is from Florida. Oh yeah, our, yes. our running back, our second slash third string running back. He is from Florida. Who Whittingham, I think today said he feels like Jalen is the most improved player. Did he say that Something today? Something like or that. That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy considering I mean, some of the guys. We told you what his arms look like. I was, and yeah, I know Gary broke his <laughs> hand on his traps. Ouch. Still hurts. But if you notice, when they dropped the, uh, yeah, and Florida recruited him, he came to Utah. It, when they dropped the uniform today, it was him. It was Glover. <gasps> I didn't that. make that connection until you just said that. I thought, okay. oh, that's awesome. Okay. They put Jalen on there. That's why. Yep. <laughs> okay. Can we? It is no secret. That uni is one of my oh, favorite. It's all the red. Best. It's all the best. The, uh, it's the, it's that. this one, red on red on red. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I wish we'd just wear that all it's the time. It looks It's so going to be so sweet. What all a great choice. Red. That all red is, oh, man. Oh, and by the way, it's a red out. So, I know. Utah it's fans. stupid we have to say this. Can we please wear your red? Not white, not black, not yellow, not the green shirts picking up refuge, whatever you do with Look, your I, shirt. I, <laughs> refuge. What? I understand you got the new cool gray shirt. You can't wait uh-uh. to wear it. It's a red out. It's a red out. And that place. Save that for Weber State. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Come on. Red on red, baby. Oh, I know. I, that's what I was hoping for. That's what I was hoping for. It's going to look good. It's going to look great. It's great. So, yeah. Connor Morris said he'll be shirtless in the must. That's fine, <laughs> dude. As long as you paint, paint some red some on red. Yeah. That's great, dude. I am there for it. <laughs> I mean, he might be sunburned. It's the end of summer. You might that's be red. true. If you're anything like me, <laughs> you will be this red from here down. <laughs> So, uh, two things. Let's go here. So, Witt talked about um, Florida, and he praised them. Flush Jackson, I'll be shirtless in my living room. <laughs> I'm Whatever floats your boat. Well, dude. Hey, dude, go for it. Good for you. I'm with it. Go for it. I think it's great. Uh, All right. So, anyway, Witt talking about Florida, man, he praised them. How, just their size, their speed, their skill, and how big they are. Now, yeah, Florida is young. I think. I mean, that's just the reality of it. A lot of skill, a lot of trans. They got some transfer dudes coming and, and, in and talented. Yes, yeah. But we're gonna see now um, with this young squad. But props where props are due, and they're talented. And he talked about Mertz, and we all know it that he is totally different quarterback from what we were up against last year with Richardson. We've already talked about this on our last. Our last episode, two different kinds of things. Yeah, Mertz is is a pocket guy, and um, yeah, he to say that he can't run, no, he 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 can run apparently. He's mobile and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, but he's not Richardson. But people are saying, and I don't know what you ever you're thinking is that it opens up more of the offense now because you have a true pocket passer that does a bunch of stuff versus Richardson where. You take away his first read. Take a read. He's going to run, run. That kind of stuff. I see a lot of people, it's come up in the chat already, is a guy like Bo Nix transfers from Auburn into Oregon and, ha- and and goes from down here to up here. Okay. Penix, same thing. Indiana, below average. You've barely heard of the guy. And now he's a Heisman Trophy candidate at Washington. Could this be the same thing? Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, absolutely. I mean, the guy's going to have weapons and talent all over the place. Okay, we will see. I don't know. All I'm going off of is it's the first game in this system with a rebuilt offensive line, as talented as they might be, going up a, against a really good Utah team on the road. And who knows? Maybe he throws for 390 and four touchdowns and shuts me up. I mean, I'll, I'll eat it at that point. But I'm just saying, from what I have seen, he is a solid quarterback that is more traditional, and it doesn't scare me the way that Richardson did. And again. So one of the things that 
Pate said to uh, Josh Pate, he had, when he was at, let's see, that's right, the Big Ten uh, Media Day. He talked to Wisconsin, but then he also has talked to Napier, the coach of Florida. Uh-huh. What do you like? And by the talking way. about Mertz <clears throat> and the um, and the head coach of Wisconsin. I know at least their staff. I can't remember who their head coach is right off the top of their head. But they said they told Napier that they felt like they had mismanaged Mertz. Hmm. That if they would, if he were to have stayed or got, could do it all over again, they would have done it differently. And so, yeah, hindsight's incredible. He's a, so what Napier's saying is that he's a better product than his stats show because of the way it was used in uh, Wisconsin. So but, it's just it's interesting to me, and I've I've talked to some Florida fans. I've listened to some of them. Joe Blackburn is on our chat right now. He runs a Florida podcast, which we're actually going to be going on tomorrow, and. It's shocking to me to hear Florida fans talk about how excited they are for something different because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, you had Richardson who was drafted fourth. So, yeah, but they're all excited to like get rid of that dude is kind of the feeling that we're getting and they're excited for whatever's going to come with Mertz. And that has been kind of shocking to me because from the outside looking in, I would think you guys would have loved Richardson because it didn't win enough though. It went, what was it? Six and seven. They didn't win enough. It's true, but I mean, he, okay, yeah, he I was, don't know. He was the it's fourth a weird. It's a weird thing. Overall. Brendan just said he can't throw. He can't. He can't. Throw. Yeah, he was fifty three percent on the season. It's yeah. so why was I think he drafted he, fourth? I still can't. I'm, I'm just a saying, freak like, athlete. The, I know. But I get why on, Florida man. fans are wanting to move away from. I would too. He didn't win enough, and I don't know. Man. I am on the on board. With, I want a quarterback. I want a guy who can yeah. run and is mobile. I want a quarterback. Who I want a guy throw. who can throw, throw the football. Richardson was a running back who could throw the ball every now and then. But do you see what I'm saying? It's interesting to hear that. I've heard a lot of Florida people be like, we're so excited. It's yeah. such an upgrade. And I'm going, well, wait, you just had a dude drafted fourth. So He's going to start for the Colts, by the it's way. It's weird to hear you say you They're have an upgrade. They're going to suck, too, probably. <laughs> I get the reasoning. It's just weird to hear you say you have an Look, upgrade. You can't tell. I, can't, I just don't get it, though, that you would rather have Mertz over Richardson. Uh, would you would rather have kept Richardson for one more year or have Mertz come in? I mean, come on. Well, Mertz I is guess. like an off-brand no Bryson way, Barnes. Man. That's pretty good comment. <laughs> oh, what? Mertz is like an off-brand Bryson Barnes. That's <laughs> like a wish.com Bryson Barnes. Is that? But I, I'm going back to what you said, though. Patrick, yes, I'm these genius. are. I'm going back to this. The nothing bunt cakes, that, and they're going to be at our tailgate. Unreal. Go, Gary. <laughs> he was asking yeah, if that's. The Colts will suck. Um, <laughs> who said that? John, John Dub. <laughs> I don't think you can underestimate that sometimes a player, including a quarterback, does need a new opportunity under a new system, and that's why yeah. Bo Nix, dude, is one of the top out quarterbacks in all college football. Uh-huh. He came from Auburn, correct? Correct. He just needed a change. Yep. And Penix, I mean, he was in Indiana. I'd ne- honestly, I'd never heard of the guy. Now he was hurt a bunch. I'd never heard but of now, the guy. New system, uh-huh. new coach. New guys lighting it up, and so that I gotta say that worries me some. We'll see. I don't know. Um, right, but all we have to go off of is his stats from where he's played. So they weren't great. No, and honestly, <laughs> so that's all the, we have to go off. of. By the end of the year, he might have a great season. I just think it's a lot to expect. I, I think that people are underestimating the impact of being on the road at Rice Eccles first game of the year at this, like it, there's a lot to it to expect. I just, I'm just saying Rose Ethington said an off brand Barnes. So a pigless farmer. That's a good That's one. Good one Rose. Rose. <laughs> That's good. Cause Bryson Barnes is a pig farmer. Also uh Jazeer bear. Good name. This is probably the deepest wide receiver room Utah's ever had. In my opinion. It seems so. I hope seems so. Seems so. I, we don't know. We're going to find That's out. That's where I worry is our receivers. I don't uh, know. Uh, here's I, the thing, though. T- I don't know. So I'm, I'm listening How to Josh Pate, and he's being pretty um, politically correct in talking about both teams, obviously, though he's talking to Bill Riley. Okay. But he's he's not 
Bill Leaning Riley Utah. is a Wish.com Utah football fans podcast. Okay. Uh, Nothing. Just ignore it. <laughs> but this is how I interpreted what he said. You can go back and listen to it. He didn't come out and overtly say this, but he was talking about... So, I like Pete. Riley asked him, what do you think what's going to, what this game, what is going to end up? And he says, well, you know, whatever he said, he goes, it basically depends upon whether Cam Rising plays. And in the context of the way he said it and under the question, it seemed to me that he was saying that he thinks Florida is going to win this game if Cam Rising doesn't play. I mean, their odds go through the, go up significantly without Cam Rising. A lot of people think that, yeah. Okay, but did you see the line today? Yeah, everyone's reading into this line thing, and oh, it dropped to four and a half. Well, guess what, everybody? No, it's up. It's back up. What's it now? Seven, seven, seven. and a half, six five. What I saw, six point five. So, putting and that's with all the cam. I know stuff. It's all about where the money goes. I don't put too much stock into that. So, um, okay, you saw Swamp Kings. Yeah, I finished it. I finished I it. I still have you, one more to go. Those on the chat, have you seen Swamp Kings? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a. Can I, can I? Can we just take a minute or two and talk about a few things from Swamp? By all Kings means, yeah. And go just for it. come on in. First of all, I'll, I'll start here. And you, you told when we were just talking the other day. Yeah, I think we were on the phone. Is Fine Bomb oh, the most <laughs> elitist? Jerk. I mean, he's such a yeah. But Florida people probably wagon. like they him. Florida people. They love him, Brandon. You because c- he's SEC. No, you guys can. He was critical of this little pencil neck guy that weighs hundred and ten pounds. Acts like he is the SEC. Criticizing Florida. Criticize. I mean, this guy acts like he's so cool. I can't believe anybody takes this guy serious in the SEC. I. You're exactly <laughs> no, right. People, okay, people don't like him. You're All right, right. Good. He's awful. Yeah. He he's is awful. a tool. Brendan, he's a freaking tool. I can't believe how he thinks he is. He thinks he's SEC. And his, like, it's just, I can't listen to him. He's I the know. biggest. I, I don't know how to say it without getting censored by YouTube. Yeah, well, so <laughs> yeah don't do that. But you know cause... what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm listening to this guy going, man, gosh, you just are such a prick. It's unreal. Don't and just the arrogance of this little, little like, twerp. Yeah, arrogant. He's very... It bothered me. He just kept calling it the Southeastern Con. And I'm like, we, we all know. know what it is. The South, football just means more. But he acts like he's above. He acts like he would. When I watched that, he acted as if he was above Florida. Yeah, he thinks yeah. he is higher than the SEC. And even Alabama and Georgia. He's like up here overseeing. Do you think he has a, do you think he has a poster of Nick Saban in his bedroom? <laughs> Honest question. On his freaking Honest ceiling, dude. Ew. <laughs> he does. I guarantee it. Okay. He just loves... Fine bomb. He's oh, the worst. That guy. He ruined the whole show. He does hate Florida. <laughs> I couldn't believe him. T- a nobody criticizing guys who win championships. I, I just... It drives me crazy. Now, okay, here's the other thing, though, I'll say. I wrote a couple of things down at that <laughs> era. Nixie. Huh? That's, I don't want to even think about that. Walter, <laughs> how dare you? So Florida. It's under Urban and, and all this stuff. So I had forgotten the timeline of everything. So Urban leaves here and goes there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and Urban built upon where we had come and did great things for Utah, won a Fiesta Bowl and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So we have great connections to Urban Meyer. But. Um, two championships in three years, 206, 208. So they won in, in, um, was it 206? Yeah. 2006. Yeah. And then 2008. And then 2008. But here's the thing. And then in 2008 and 2009, they were 26 and two. Florida is 26 and two. Between those. Yeah. Uh huh. Those two years. Those two years, and then, two. If you had, they had the one bad year after in two thousand seven, they lost four games. Right. Yeah, but Tebow won the Heisman that year. Okay, but <laughs> in two, if you put two thousand six, skip two thousand seven, they lost four. But then two thousand six, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah, they're undefeated. In they were thirty nine, 
and three. Yeah. Their only loss in 2009 was the SEC championship game. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I'm getting to a point here. They won two national championships and a Sugar Bowl. And Urban Meyer had to quit because he wasn't successful. He couldn't keep it going. And I'm thinking to myself, that is not healthy. No, he's out of his mind. Okay? If you you are that successful and are not satisfied, I understand wanting to continue to win. But if you can go 39-3, and win two champs, championships have a Heisman Trophy winner okay and you have a mental breakdown that's not healthy I would say I don't know take some meditation <laughs> do well, yoga he was, he was get on religion Ambien. do something I don't know I'm with you I'm, I'm watching this success and I get these, and, all these dudes melting down I'm going come on man and then he takes a, a like an bit. hour break and then goes to Ohio State and does the same thing up at Ohio State uh, yeah, it feels I, a little weird. I will I, say, uh, I'm not gonna say too many things. Okay, what you, I'm talking about the Swamp Kings. Any thought? Any thoughts on what? I well, just I said? haven't finished it, but what I'm saying is, I think there was a lot of other reasons for him leaving Florida because the whole health thing. If it was really your health, you wouldn't go on and coach another team. I agree. <laughs> I mean, let let's be honest, right? My thing on Swamp Kings is it was really well done. But it was supposed to be the untold story of the Florida Gators. That wasn't untold. We all we all knew that. Now, maybe not to the extreme level of the way that it was like military and they're training at midnight and military garb and all that stuff. But they didn't mention that Aaron wasn't Hernandez. Every night. That, was an, that was only a kid, once in a while. I know. but like, And I understand. Like, Urban's never going to sign off on this. But yeah. Aaron Hernandez was on this team. Yeah, it's kind of a big. They mentioned him like big headline, in half a sentence. Yeah, there was like 175 arrests or something. Not that many, but you know what I mean. Like there was some deep, crazy stuff going on. Cam Newton was on this team. Well, and yeah. I've seen a lot of the commenters talking about Percy Harvin. Percy and Harvin. Thinking, why didn't he get? I, he probably didn't agree to it, but he well, wasn't interviewed. Percy wasn't Harvin was a nut job, dude. Yeah, he was. He was bipolar or something. He he choked out a coach in a coach room. Yeah. Okay, so why isn't that exactly. being talked about? That's because Urban. It want it was a fluff piece for Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow, and also I like Tim Tebow. I, but why is he having to talk like this? <laughs> it was just so because he's Mister Emotional. He's the preacher man. Can I? Okay, and then and then the final my final point. All right, then we'll move on. And then we'll move on. But my final point. If you've seen it, and particularly our Florida fans, in 2006, when you won the championship, Chris Leak was the quarterback. The dude was good. I know. But this whole freaking thing made Tim Tebow. Now, I'm not saying he didn't play I a know. part in the in the championship. He was a short short yardage running back, is what he was, and it was it worked well. But Chris Leak was the guy, he and was, he was yeah. just dissed. I thought. Absolutely. It was like, he's not Tebow. good enough. He goes and wins a national championship. And they're like, okay, bye. I don't know. I just felt <laughs> I felt bad for him. I thought that was a kind of a slam, personally. but It was good. I'd watch it. It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. There's been other untolds that I've enjoyed more. But it was good. Yeah. The Manti Teo one is, like, the only one, I feel like, where they actually dove into the story and you didn't know You haven't watched the Manti Teo one? Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. That one's crazy, and you feel bad for the guy. So, I was going to, I was reading on, <clears throat> let's, we'll get it, should we get to our prediction of the game? You want to get there? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go to our prediction, but I, before I get there, I wanted to, I was reading on <laughs> Fan Nation, I think it was quoted by, in Sports Illustrated website, but I, I'd have to find it, but they were... They have their criteria and so forth, but they they had uh, Utah's chances for victory from their power index. And this is just one. I've read a bunch of others. On this game alone? On this particular game. This game. Um, and, uh, and their power index, and I quote, are siding squarely with the home team as Utah has the comfortable 73.3% chance to defeat Florida is what they said. Um, on all of the polls, Utah is up there right around 10 to 14. I will say this, though, is that 
I personally think Florida is underrepresented. I think people are underestimating how good they're going to be. Totally agree. What I'm, when I hear and, and, and so forth. But for instance, the ESPN power poll, I think they have Florida. Someone will correct me if I'm wrong, but Brandon. I think they, they have uh, Florida, I think at 25. Ranks 25th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I believe they're actually the only one. And, um, but, and then Utah is at 14 or 15 or something like okay. that. I mean, there's so many of them. I lose track of them. Yeah. But Utah's on all the polls. There's other people who have their power indexes and how percentage chance to win this game. And by far the majority, I'd say about 90%, feel like Utah is going to win this game, even with all of this stuff going on with Cam. What do you think about any of that? Any? No, I agree. I think that, I think we've said it. I think Florida is a very good team. I think they're a top 25 team, honestly. I think got more talent now than they did last year. Their coach is another year under his belt and can implement his system. I just think this game in Utah, first game of the year, I just, I give the advantage to Utah. Now, my prediction is going to be based off of Cam playing. I, I, if Cam doesn't play, it, it, it changes everything, and there's just too much of who knows. Because I, I've seen Bryson Barnes play, you know, a, a game, essentially, against Washington State. A little bit different. So, managed game. Um, all right, I'll go, I'll go first. Well, there you go. Based off of Cam playing, Jordan Brown, USC sucks. Amen. Um, <laughs> we should talk about do we, No, we, we don't have time. We don't have time. We're going to um, talk about it. I want to get her 30, view on it. 34-24 Utah. 10-point win by Utah. Utah wins. Yeah. 34-24. Cam, three touchdowns, 300, oh, 328 sh- yards passing. We're going, I'm not going that you in depth. You don't have depth. to. I'm just saying. A um, couple things. So, Rice Eccles Stadium, we do have a 14-game win streak. That actually pisses me off because that started, we lost against USC in 2020 when there was no fans there. So, I really don't. It just pissed me off that they even count COVID that. days. The COVID, yeah, because there was no, you couldn't have fans and blah 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 blah. So if you look in the past five years, we have a record of twenty six and two at home, and one of those losses was the USC twenty twenty, and then the only other home loss was to Washington in twenty eighteen. Oh, I'm still pissed off about that game, by the way. So, we we tend to win in right okay, circles. Okay, just go. <laughs> We're gonna win. Based on what I'm feeling, and I don't think Cam's going to play, so then it makes me think mm. it's going to be lower scoring. I'm going 24-14. Oh, 14 Florida points. Woo! Yeah, I think they have too many unknowns with their quarterback as well. Okay. This is oh. the You're going to eat me alive, Florida people. I know you are, but that's what I, I know. It's just how I'm feeling. Um, this is the first SEC team to ever to come where I circles, by the way. This is a first. That's this is cool. And just think, we could be playing somebody local. Gosh, gosh, what are we doing? Gosh, Donna Harlan. God. Um, so that's cool. We're I'm. It's exciting. Yeah, Utah is going to win the game. Now it's not because I'm a homer, but look, I more most people would agree with with our choice of Utah. If it was if it was flopped, I would say I would say yeah, we're the underdog. It's going to be hard to win, and give some reasons why we could. But in this case, I feel like for all the things you've said and what we've talked about, Utah should win this game. I think it's, but I think <clears throat> I think it's going to be close, man. I don't even even if Cam plays or doesn't play, I think it's going to be twenty eight twenty four. I think it's going to be a tight game. Yeah, I can totally see that. I just just like last year, um, I can see that. I mean, Florida's, they're good. No, it's, it, and so we're going to have, first game of the season, so it, both teams, we, it's just, it's unknown how they're going to come out and play. Right. All this speculation until they're out on the field, come together as a team, though Utah has more returners, but do they come back as a team? Right. Does Florida, with all the talent, come in and play together as a team? So we're just spitting in the wind. <laughs> Your favorite phrase. But having said all that, with all the analysis from 
people who are supposed to be in the know and just my feel Utah wins. But I and that's with Gary thinking Cam doesn't play, by the way. Yeah. I but even if he plays, I he'll be limited. I, I feel like it's not gonna be full speed Cam. He he won't be. He's not gonna be putting his body out there like he did. Uh but having said that, I think we I think we win. I think we win twenty eight twenty four. That's my prediction. We need to talk a little bit about the weather that is going to impact the Florida. So the original, the original Florida travel plans where they were going to fly in on Thursday, Wednesday, sorry, Wednesday, because the game's Thursday on Wednesday, game Thursday fly out, which is a little bit crazy to me to have zero acclimation to 6,500 feet or whatever, but things have shifted because there's a hurricane coming where now the plan is to fly to Dallas tomorrow, tomorrow, spend a night in Dallas then fly to Salt Lake City on Wednesday and the game on Thursday. It's very interesting. That's a lot to put on your team. That's a lot of random travel, hotel. It, it, it adds up. I mean, it does. I was looking. Brandon reminded me. If you were, So you're right. They're, Florida is going to have a tough time getting here. They're going to have to change. If you remember, Utah got stuck on the tarmac in Florida. Coming home. Coming home. How many hours they had to we're wait? Stuck like 12 hours. Oh, that's right. It was like terrible. whole night. That whole night on after the, the game, they were stuck. And then they were well, in the airport. They were in the, in the airport, airport and slept all over the airport. In that's that's fun. Out. In Gainesville. To lose right the after last, they lose. The last like 20 that. seconds. That's right. And then you're sleeping that reminded on the floor. Me. Yeah. Could be worse. It could have been like Urban and kept them on the plane for an hour yelling at people. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking oh, psycho. Urban. He has a nut job, but man, he's a winner. I'll give him that. If you, get, yes, if you can is. get him for that window before Ooh. he totally cracks, you're going to win a championship. Bring him back to Utah for a couple of years. kidding, man. Um, All right, are we doing season predictions? Let's do our, should we do our season okay, predictions, let's do it. people, yeah, for Utah? Season predictions, because we haven't done it yet. we got to get it on the record. We'll do it. And we're always 100% accurate. <laughs> yeah. Someone will clip this and play it on Twitter <laughs> for the next eight years and be like, these guys are idiots. Well, yeah, we're so making, for, we're making predictions. Um, I, sh- I should pull up the... Uh, Oh, the schedule. Well, I kind of don't need it. I don't know. I, I'm sad to say this, but I think nine and three. I think nine and three is very respectable with the, with the. That's the thing. I just the way our schedule is laid out, we have to go on the road to USC, to Washington, Oregon State. Like, I I can very much see that we're going to lose three games at least. Probably. I hate saying that. Just it hurts. But I, that's kind of where I'm at. Nine and three, especially with all the unknowns with our with Cam. I think ten and two. I think ten and two, and I think. Do that, you really? Yeah, I really, I really do. I put, a, I've actually put a lot really? of thought into this. I can see anything between ten and two and eight and four. I can see that, and and I the Pac twelve, the top of the Pac twelve, man, holy crap! I think that that Oregon State game on the road is going to be really tough, and I think Washington on the road. I think those are the two. Um, USC. You guys better fix that defense. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, that right now, <laughs> I don't see them challenging for the Pac-12. I'm just saying it. I watched them struggle against San Jose freaking state. You better fix it, boys. Um, it's not getting fixed. It's not getting fixed that quick. So I'm saying 10-2. and two, That's my prediction. Lincoln Riley does not play defense. Correct. <laughs> that is the most factual statement of God, all time. Oh, that was... It really... Uh, it was a seven-point game at halftime. I know. Against San Jose State. <laughs> oh, yeah. You. <laughs> what happened? Okay. Mike, but, you Mike, can't say it was a scrimmage. It wasn't because a scrimmage. your quarterback is out there playing full-blown. And here's my thing. Cry, Logically, baby. in my brain. Can I say mine, and then we'll, we can get on with those? Let me talk about USC. Okay, we're talking about USC for a minute. And then you'll go to yours. Logically, in my Brandon, brain. What do you think about that game? I want to respect Caleb's talent, and then I watch him for about five minutes. I can't <laughs> stand the guy. He's such a crybaby. He whines about everything. Everything. Dude, you won the Heisman. You're going to win by 50 points. Why do you have to whine about everything? Oh, it drives me crazy. They can't tackle. I felt like I was watching the same team that played last year. It's the exact same team. You just are, They're just hoping they'll score more than everybody else. And how did that work out for you last year? I, I mean, they lost two games, and they were both to us. But and I Tulane. Think, oh, yeah, and Tulane. Yeah, well. Okay. Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, they're all better this year. And that's the thing. 
USC did not have to play Oregon or Washington last year. So the, they're not winning the Pac-12. Not the way that it's Wow, right Brynn come laying the wood. <laughs> I tried. I really tried, people. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. I tried. Why? I can't when I watch him. It he just threw all freaking four touchdowns. He won. Against San about, Jose State. He the dude threw for four touchdowns. Don't care. Oh, he drives me nuts. Just act like you deserve to be there. Stop whining about everything. Their right. defense, I think we have to be careful. <laughs> I think we have to be careful. It's the first game, and they're playing I San know. Jose State. I, I believe they're going to. I'm you, not trying to defend them for crap's sake. If you, Sounds let, like you are. if you let San Jose State march down the field multiple times in that game, I'm just saying. Overreaction. All right. Is, that, is Bryn overreacting? No. No. She's spot on. Is Bryn overreacting? No, I'm not. All right. Go ahead. Give us your season. I'm not. You got to wear your glasses, though, to do your season prediction. Oh, that's mine now. What did you do? He stuck his you finger, finger, finger on in my it. glasses. In frosty. No. All right. Here, here's, here's what it is. Brendan, you're Brendan. the man. What is going on? Right on, Brendan. <laughs> Thank you, I Brendan. Uh, Brendan, by the way, are you, are you coming? Please tell me you're still coming. I know. He wasn't sure if he it's was coming. It's up and down. It's up and down. Yeah, the thing is, okay, here's here's why. We have a tough schedule. <laughs> He's got to put the glasses on for Very this. tough schedule. You know, with these glasses on and because of the polarization, <laughs> I cannot see the screen. Have you ever done that? Yeah, Seriously. That's what, polar, that's what polarized glasses will do. Uh, it blocks out everything. I can't even I can't even see anything. <laughs> Maybe that's okay. That's fine. You don't need it. Utah, I predict we're going to be 9-3. and three. I can, again, yeah. Um, I, and, I, and I think that's if we go 9-3. and three, Now, here's the thing. People will think, okay, by him saying that, there's no way they're going to win the uh, Pac-12. Or be in the Pac-12 championship? No, that's not that's not necessarily true because I didn't say that. There's no. I'm way not you saying talk. you did. Some okay. people say okay. that if, you if were I, looking at me like okay, I, said I won't it. look at you. <laughs> if we go nine and three, I won't have a conversation with you. If we go nine and three, people go. Oh, you see, you're out of it. No, here's because here's what it is. We play Florida, which will be a tough game. And we're gonna have to play good to win. And Baylor, we've got to go to Baylor. That's uh, that's underrated. That's not gonna. That is a. That's gonna be a tough one. I'm worried about that one. Uh, so honestly, if we could come out of this first three games and we're and we'll kill Weber State. That's just the way it is. Come out of this two and one, we'd have a loss. And then two losses in the Pac-12. Of course, depending on who they are. And who we would beat, that that possibly could still get us in the in the Pac-12 championship game. So even at nine and three, now if, but we could lose the first three and still go to the Pac-12 championship well, game. If we lose the first three, I'm really really worried. But I'd be worried about it. Weber State. <laughs> if we go, if we were to run, if we were to go three and zero oh by some, because we just had it going. Dude, I, I could see us doing some real damage. I still think we're going to do damage, but I I think I think it's nine and three, and I still think we have a, an excellent shot three to feet. to get to the the championship game. I just think our team is built to play against these I, offenses. Well, I agree with you because I don't think any Pac-12 team is realistically going eleven and one this year. Everyone's maybe saying maybe even USC is going to be undefeated. No, no, there's no. I'm sorry. There's too much parity. Do you see the freaking schedule, though? Like, I, seven oh, games are like gimmies. Well, yeah, they're going to go undefeated that first half, they have a, but then... They have a bye week before every single game, it feels like. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's unbelievable. It's, it's their second half of the season is... How did we get on them, by the way? Because uh, we hate them so because much. Because they're all, like, it. the only game that played sure, last played. weekend. All right, so you got 10-2. and two. We're both 9-3. and three. Do you have... I mean, I, I see the predictions like 8.5 people. Are, that, that's kind of where it it's comes on an average. I, I, would, I would take the over on that. So I, I say Utah gets nine. It, and it's critical on these first few, whether it, you know, how it plays out. Obviously, that kicks, that kicks you out of any conversation for the playoff. Yeah. Um, but 
if somehow Utah were able to go 3-0 and and then start the season, win a few games up front, then we're right in the mix. Yeah, so, they could be 7-1, seven, seven and one. realistically, 7-0. If, 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 if everyone's saying if, if, if. But, but that's the fun part about right now. You know, I'm sick of all this if all stuff. These I just want to play. Dreams. I want to get. I, I want them on the field. I'm ready for it. Thursday can't. Thursday can't get here soon enough. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not to gonna actually sleep. see some stuff. <sighs> the anticipation is just too much. Okay. Yes, I do, Brendan. Brendan, you. He does Brendan doesn't think we seriously want to be in the playoff. Oh, uh, yes, I do. I don't think it's gonna happen. It's not gonna. I don't. I don't think it's I, gonna happen. I would like to be. Brendan, I'll just say this: if we are in the playoff. We're going to need way more super thanks to afford to be able to go. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's, the point is, though. Adopt me and then send me, because holy crap, if those we, tickets. My point is, if we were able to get to the playoff, we would have to be better than we even think we can be. We Things would have to come together, and we'd have to be fantastic. So I wish that could happen and we could get there. I'm not anticipating it. <sighs> Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Give us, in our last just couple minutes, any Florida fans who yeah. are coming to the game, give us some, give them some tips on so, what to expect, what to do in Salt Lake. This has come up a couple of times where yeah, people, yeah. if you've never been to Salt Lake City, it's a it's a great place. I mean, we're literally against. Thank you, John. The w. mountain range. Oh, we'll take Go it. Oilers. Go Oilers. <laughs> John, we'll talk hockey later on. I've uh, got a lot to say about the Oilers. So I kind of came up with a couple of things um, when it comes to what to do in Salt Lake City. Okay. Uh-oh. Well, these are good things. And if you have anything, add to them. But um, go up go up to the mountains. So oh, yeah. obviously mine would be go up to Snowbird and ride the tram. You ride the tram to the peak of this mountain and there's a restaurant up top. It's pretty unbelievable. If you've never been to the mountain range, it's incredible. Um, go... Park City. Park City. Park City is a, a big one. There's lots to do up there. Um, there's a there's Sundance. There's um, like hikes. There's there's one called um, what's it called? Donut Falls. And then there's no, I can't remember the name of it, up uh, Sundance. Anyway, great the, places. The mountains look spectacular right now. Go up them. It, it, it's gorgeous. Go up right Little now. Cottonwood. Big Cottonwood doesn't matter. For food, I would say Silver Fork Lodge is up one of the canyons. It's up the Big Cottonwood. Little Cottonwood, Big Cottonwood, that's great. Um, Ruth's Diner, I went, oh, there, yeah, I went there the other night. Ruth's Diner is sweet. Go to Ruth's Diner. It's up em- Emigration Canyon. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It, great food, great atmosphere. Um, and then I just got to throw this one in there. Go to Hires. I love Hires. Oh, Hires. Anything to add? Anybody? Oh, Park Cafe. Yeah, that was the other one. It's uh, it's it's over by the U. Great, great breakfast. Oh, Joe, Joe appreciate our it. Florida guy, thank you. Yeah, so there's lots and things to do in Salt Lake City. I, I will say this. If you're traveling here, a lot of people will go to Temple Square. That's a really popular place. Right now is not great. There's a lot of construction going on down there. You can't really walk around. I would say skip it, honestly. Well, no, because the City Creek Mall is right there. Yeah, but You can't see the Salt Lake Temple is under renovation, so right. there's a lot of construction. But that whole area walking around downtown is still nice. It's still nice, but it's just different. You're not going to be able to go up and see the temple and all, which has always been a huge draw for, for Salt Lake. But if you're coming, please, it's an incredible place. We love it here. The Red Iguana, put that on the list. That's a good I one. Will, I will say this. <laughs> Fave Rio. Tanner. <laughs> Come on. We can get a little bit better. If than you're that. here for a while, and if you wanted to go to Southern Utah down to Zion, oh baby, and do some hiking and see some desert and see some other stuff, Moab is, is a three and a half hour it's drive. Cool. So I'm just. Salt Lake I know some all. people are. I heard. I was listening to the other the other day the uh, the play by play guy for fl- the Gators. I forgot his name now, but he was talking about he knew people who were coming because they've never been here before. Yeah. Uh, they're going to make it a trip and things mm-hmm. to do. And Zion was brought up and Southern Utah and stuff there. Uh, yeah, if you're going to be here for several days and, you know, I it's like worth seeing. Jordan Brown said, don't go to Provo. Amen. Absolutely don't. Yeah. Also, one more Unless thing. Unless you're going to Thomas for- Orthodontics. Yes. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> go. Go. Make a trip to Thomas Orthodontics <laughs> and then get out of there. And then get out of there. No, but one thing you didn't mention, <laughs> take uh, public transit. Oh, yeah. Tracks is our light rail system. So if you're coming from anywhere really in the valley, but from like downtown or whatever, take that up to the stadium. There's a station right at Rice Eccles. It's free with your game ticket. 
You don't want to try and come park <laughs> up at the stadium. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Unless you're there early. Yeah, but you can even walk into the neighborhoods and walk in if you want to take it, make it a day, and come to the pl- and come to the tailgate. Come to the tailgate. True. But certain neighborhoods you can't park in. Tracks. It's a good option, especially from for the out of towners. Yeah. The only other um, the pie. A lot of people uh, the food pie. establishment that I would say is stop at a Maverick <laughs> gas station and get a hot dog and some chips and a beverage. It's it's the best hot dogs you'll get around. I'm just giving it. To hey, you. I thought we were doing a. Gary, uh, I forgot. Oh my gosh! I'll do it in a future episode. Okay. Oh, Maverick! <laughs> no, it, it, get some of that gross <laughs> relish on there. I mean, come on! And if you're a golfer, go up to uh, go up to Heber. There's a bunch of courses up there. The pie. Gosh dang it! I like Utah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, the pie, a pizzeria. It's right next. It's right close to. Uh, it's right on campus. The campus, and it is the best pizza around. Walk around campus. It's so it's all right. beautiful. I think we've there you go, you fans. Enough, we're all excited. Florida fans, we're all excited. It's upon us. This is gonna be fun. Football season. Finally. All this talk. We can get down to get down to business. Anything? Go hey, you. It's, it just get here soon. Did we say we have a tailgate and you're all invited? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Have some more of the cake. How was the chocolate one? I, mean, I didn't I have the it. Oh, Gary tried the chocolate oh, one. No, I had one of the clear ones. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We appreciate you. <laughs>